Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. Well, hey, welcome back to another episode of Young and Adulting. Happy Thanksgiving. The holiday season is finally upon us. I hope you guys had an amazing time with your family celebrating today. But hey, like I said, the holiday season is now upon us. And sometimes there's a lot of pressure to do the holidays right. And today our hope is this, is that we can kind of go through some life hacks, talk about the Christmas season, talk about what it's all about and really give you some practical tools so that you can live out uh, this next month in strength um, and saying, man, I conquered Christmas this year. So we're going to be going over gift giving, gift wrapping. Come on, Jesus. I need that in my life. And and we're just going to be going over to some fun holiday hacks as well as with some life hacks mixed in between. But joining me today, uh, these people are some of the most creative people that I know. And listen, when God said, let us create man in our image, this is what he did, like creative people <laughs> right here. Uh, but joining us today is my good friend, Rachel Kaiser. Rachel looks over our events here at Christ Fellowship. She's been on staff for a while. And then we also have Joel Peace, everybody. Come on. Joel looks after our uh, students, our young adults content. Um, he's creating literally He's honestly, guys, he's behind the podcast. If you didn't know, the man behind the camera is in front of the camera today. And we're just so excited to have you guys. Thanks for having us. Come on. It is a pleasure. Yeah. I'm so excited for Christmas. So excited for everything that is to come and excited to talk about it today. Come on. I love that. So, hey, so we asked some questions um, to our our young adults. And I really just want to just jump into some controversial Christmas questions. How we feel about that? Come on. I love it. So the first one is this. And I think we talk about it every single year. When is too early to put up your tree? Mm. Like, like when is the appropriate time to put up your Christmas tree? And when is it just like way too early to even think about it? Thoughts? Well, I kind of hate this debate because I think everyone should be able to do whatever they want to do. But with that being said, I love setting up very early. I love my Christmas decor. And the problem is my roommates and I always get a real tree. Nice. So they don't get those here until really late. So we just call Home Depot every single day. Really? Until they get them. And uh, then we go and try and find the biggest tree we have. So we typically end up having to wait till after Thanksgiving. Do you have like a a style of tree that you put up? Do you guys like, are you you particular to one tree or another? So my roommate, um, she just wants the tallest and the fattest and the biggest tree that we can find. And sometimes she makes us put them on cinder blocks. So it's even taller. Really? Oh yeah, we have these like twenty five foot ceilings. It's no phenomenal. way. So how how tall is your Christmas tree every year? Um, last year with the cinder blocks, <laughs> I think it was like fourteen, fifteen feet. No. Oh yeah, it was amazing. It fell over. Did it? it did. No. Yeah. Broke Ornaments broke. Ah. Yeah, my special one from Prague. I was so sad, but we got it back up. Come on. 14 and a half feet. When you fall down, you get back up. You just get right back up. <laughs> I, I love that. Now, Joe, what about you? What do you think? Okay, so I feel like any time after Halloween is fair game. Really? Like November I feel yeah, for sure. November first is fair game. Doesn't doesn't bother me. We put up our Christmas tree, I don't know, like two weeks ago or so, like the I first love that. week. Um we also 
big fans of big tree also have like vaulted yes. ceilings but this year we got a pink tree okay Ooh. um so yeah it's different i like it um i'll show you photos after this but it's super pretty um yeah so i feel like anytime after that fair game i like that honestly because honestly if we're being honest like you put it up you put it up december 1st you only get to enjoy it for a couple of weeks right so i think if you put it up earlier like you actually get to enjoy the the holiday season and you can have a little a bit more at thanksgiving it makes it prettier. absolutely oh absolutely family photos are just incredible yeah. but when do you take it down that's what that's I was another gonna... debate okay. that's a huge debate. all right all right that's honestly confession when is the latest you've taken down your tree Beginning of February. Okay. And it was real. Really? It was wildly impressive. It was still alive? It was still alive. Mm, Beginning yes. of February. I feel like I need to see photos of this. Yeah. To prove oh, it. I'll show you. Lights yeah. and everything? Lights and everything. We actually, even when we took it outside, we left the lights on and we plugged it in in our backyard and enjoyed it for like another couple weeks. Wow. It was wow. very dead when it went to the curb, but... Yeah. I, um, the I trash men like... were definitely like, what the heck? <laughs> it's like, it's March. Exactly. Uh, but I feel like very on par for Florida. Like in Florida, yeah. eh, you know, anything can fly. Um, I don't think ours has gone past like the second or third week in January. Okay. I feel like once you hit the Super Bowl, if you've hit the Super Bowl, it's up too long. Yeah. I feel like that's a good cutoff. Wow. Yeah, for me, I remember it was my first year out of college, like own place, and we put up our tree. And my birthday's on Valentine's Day, and me and my roommate looked at it. We're like, "Yeah, it's got it's got to come <laughs> down." Valentine's it. Day. It, Valentine's Day, it, it lasted that long, and it was a fake tree too. So it was like it was the easiest thing put in the box, like yeah, three put it pieces away. disassemble. Yeah, but no, yeah. So Valentine's Day is, is the longest I've had my my tree up. So hey, no no shame. I'm just saying it's happened to me. So on the same vein, what about Christmas music? When is it appropriate? When's it not appropriate? I think this one's more a little, maybe more controversial. What do you think? I mean, I kind of feel like you can listen to it all year if you're in the mood, but okay. like, that's like just that. me. I don't know. Amazing. I, Joel? <laughs> I, I respect what you're saying, even though I don't. <laughs> but here's the thing. Am I in the Christmas mood in June? Probably not. Yeah. But it's not wrong if I listen to it. I know someone that they're, and it, this is going to hurt a little bit to some people, but they're like July 5th. After America's been free, after Independence Day, it's Christmas time. No. And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. No, that's too far. Um, same. November 1st for me. We started okay. listening to Christmas music November 1st. That I love it. actually been when we started decorating, too. Yeah. So, hot take. Um, the Maverick City Christmas music album, if mm -hmm. you guys heard it, um, I can listen to that all year long because it's just, it's incredible. But I, I'm with you, Joel. Like, November 1st, like yeah. that's kind of like... That's a, it's a good starting point. For sure. Like it, it gets you into the season a little yeah. bit. Like, okay, this is good. All right, one more question about Christmas time. Um, favorite Christmas movie and why? Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah, um, for us, it's definitely Elf. Come on. Elf. Yep. Every year. Like, it's just, if it ever gets pulled off of Netflix, we'll have to buy it. There. Um, I have it on DVD. Do you, you have do. a DVD player? I don't. I just use like my Xbox, but like I, <laughs> I have it. I have it on DVD. I have a hard copy. Oh, can yeah. never lose it. No, we don't have that. We've actually been buying like one Christmas movie a year. Okay. Um, since we've gotten married, so we're up to eight. Love that. And we still haven't bought Elf yet, so maybe we'll do that. Maybe this it's year. Elf this year. Yeah. 
Rach, what about you? I kind of just love like the cheesy Christmas movie. Just like, like a classic cheesy Christmas mm, movie. Like the Hallmark Chris- movies? Sure. Like, Have I you d- seen The Christmas Prince on Netflix? Yes. Oh, Christmas what is Christmas, Christmas Prince? I've <laughs> never heard of this. It's a little bit, it's a little cringe, a little cringe, oh, but it's just, it's, those are the best. It's a classic Christmas <laughs> movie. You know, one girl, she meets a guy, they get mm-hmm. married, but he's the prince of some com- country never heard of before. Right. And now she's the queen and you're just filled with joy. And, and there's sequels. And then, the, then the movie ends. But there's sequels. I think there's there's three Did of them. Did you watch them? Oh, I, I watched all of them. Yes. <laughs> they're fantastic. You know, then they have a kid and then they're raising so a king. Good. So honestly, I think you just need to go on Netflix and exactly. just hit Christmas movies and then you're you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, I agree. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> really funny. Uh, so we also mentioned today that we're going to be talking through some some life hacks. Yeah. Um, now, when I said you guys are creative, I, I truly mean that. But I think you guys also just have some amazing like hacks in life that you figured out. And Rachel Drill, I know you have some to share. So Rach, I would love for you just to share um, some of your life hacks. Maybe it applies to the holidays. Maybe it doesn't, but (laughs) let us know. How can young and adulting, how can our lives be made better through these life hacks? Okay. Well, if you're anything like me, you've probably started like a million free trials. I'm thinking like Mm. Apple TV plus or Disney plus or like random apps and stuff. One thing that I learned after spending hundreds of dollars on like, you know, months down the road is you put it on your calendar. Oh, So like if uh. I said do a free trial, I'm going to put it like a couple of days before the free trial ends. So remember to cancel it. So I'm not wasting tons of money. I love that. That's, That's one of my favorites. Hack. That I is a great hack. It saved me. I've learned, I've lost a lot learning this, but (laughs) I got there. I got there. It's always really like sad when you go into the subscriptions part of your phone and you're like, what am I paying for? They're like, are you kidding me? Like (laughs) I'm spending how much a month? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Another one of my favorites is when you blend something, Mm. not just like throwing it in the sink and, you know, just walking away. So you're making a smoothie. Yeah, you're making a smoothie. And, you know, you come back hours later and it's like so hard to clean. Mm. Instead of being lazy in the moment, you just like throw some water and soap in there, hit blend. 30 seconds later, you pour it out. It's clean. Portable dishwasher. It's brilliant. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Simple, but brilliant. That is, yeah. That's really simple. Yeah. Do you think you could throw other stuff in there? Like I forks prob- or knives? You know, probably wouldn't, but no. yeah, you can. I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, Joel, what about you, Matt? I, I know you're on TikTok. You have some, and these creators these days, man, they're they're showing us things that we didn't even know about, yeah, if we're being honest. Really yes. stuff that we should have known about because... Like stuff that's been around for years. And yeah. we're like, oh, that's right. what that's for. Like it was designed with this. The, the stuff that gets me is like things that were designed with a purpose that no one knows about. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that I'm like, no. So I am a um, proud student of TTU. Okay. <laughs> got a full time. Um, TikTok University? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I've got a couple. Um, popcorn, when you pop it. Yeah. It always opens beforehand. There's like a small little like finger sized um, like with slit. That if you flip your popcorn upside down, you shake out, it gets out like 95%, if not 100% of the unpopped kernels. Really? That way you can just throw that into a bowl and then you can eat your popcorn. And you don't break a tooth. Exactly. Really? That's so cool. I got to see that one. Yeah. Um, Numbering water bottles for parties. I saw that. So if you number them at the start, so you open up, because if you get like the 32 pack from Publix or like the 40 pack from Costco or Sam's or whatever, you just number them at the start at the top, one through 40, you know... Hey, this is I had mine. Bottle, yeah, I had bottle one because people always are always are like, um, I don't, 
I don't remember if this one was mine or not. Let me just go grab another one. And then you end up with like 50 water bottles, even though you only bought 40 because people brought extras and they forgot which one it was. And yeah. They're all just open. And you can't drink any of them. You anymore. see a Sharpie. I love <laughs> yeah. that. Amazing. Yeah. It's, Sharpie will save you some time. Um, If your water is bubbling order, yeah. over, you're making pasta, put a wooden spoon on top of the thing. Stops it right doesn't, away. Doesn't bubble over. Right away. I also heard this. I heard if you throw an ice cube in there, the bubbles go down. Yeah, I don't have ice, but... Oh, wooden okay. Spoon, wooden spoon, I do have. I do have. Okay, um, on the topic of ice, though. Yes. Oh. You know, pebble ice. Like the, the Chick-fil-A ice. Chick-fil-A ice, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy a bag of that. Uh, you can buy it on the app or like in the store. It's like a dollar twenty-five. It's worth really? it. Really? Yeah, so worth it. we turned off our ice machine, filled our ice machine in our freezer with chick-fil-a ice yes. and then now we've got it coming out of our freezer no way brilliant I i'm know. pretty sure it makes your drinks taste better so I, much it does better. it definitely does it's better water <laughs> it is for sure. it definitely i don't know what they do over there i don't know but either. it's fantastic it's anointed it is it's blessed <laughs> the lord's ice um travel pillows i learned this really the hard way because my wife um my family and i travel a lot but the travel pillow is like the little opening part yeah it's supposed to be on the back that way it catches mm. your head oh so if you hit the head nod mm-hmm it's meant to uh, support your neck. Like really? That. Yeah. I've Things never. I never knew that. Makes a lot of sense, though. That's yeah. I just thought it was like the the opening. Just that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Like, like <laughs> hold on. And, no, that's not what it's for. It's no. supposed to be in the back. Really? Yeah. Dang. Um, percentage swaps with numbers. So twenty. If you need to know twenty percent of seventy-five, all you got to do is figure out seventy-five percent of twenty, which is fifteen. By the way. Same thing. So you can do that with any kind of number. My my brain just yeah. got lost for a second. I'm going to write that down. Twenty percent of okay. seventy five. Okay. It's fifteen. Swap it. Seventy five percent. Okay. Of twenty, the numbers will end up being the same. Wow. All right, young adults, if you're still in school and you're doing percentage <laughs> homeworks, like Joel that. is your I got man. You. I got that is you. incredible. Okay, I love that. Uh, two more. Um, if you're moving, as many college students are, and even like. You're adults probably, yeah yep. if you're let's say you're into your like <laughs> later 20s and you're like oh my my year lease is about to end up i need some boxes so you're ordering stuff off of amazon to get like bigger boxes and stuff you can go to your local bookstore and just ask them for boxes they are always giving them out for free really and they're always like the giant ones because of books that's amazing so as you're moving into your place when you get married later okay real question know. where's yeah. like where are all the bookstores, though? Uh, I got Barnes & Noble's on PGA. Okay, yep. other than Barnes & Noble. Uh, I know that there's like a bookstore downtown. I just couldn't say the name of it. <laughs> you got Barnes & Noble's on PGA. Or you uh, just, like me, you just order a bunch of stuff on Amazon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But so if you want the, the internet's the, bookstore. The free part, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Last one. You're supposed to change the direction of your ceiling fan with the seasons. So we're in Florida. Okay. Just we hit a cold front. Um, you're supposed to be counterclockwise for the summer and clockwise in the winter. What's the you reason? Wanna, you want to pull, when it's counterclockwise, you want to pull the air up. Um, so you want to pull the warm air to cool it down for the summer. Interesting. And you want to push down the warm air in the winter. Wow. Huh. But also you should be careful when you swap it. Um, you want to make sure you turn it off. <laughs> if not, you're going to hurt your hand like I have. Oh, Ouch. Okay, I saw this life hack about fans, actually, now that you bring this up. It is. So they get super dusty, which like has never made a lot of sense to me if yep. they're always on. I it doesn't make it's... sense. But besides the fact, you get a pillowcase okay. and you, you slide it on and then you pull it off mm. and oh. it collects all the dust in there so you don't get it all over your room. That's pretty great. Isn't that amazing? Exactly. Or you just flip it out inside out, like outside, and you just... 
Shake it out, and then you're and good to go. Or you just get cheap <laughs> ones well, you and wash throw them it away. Too. Yeah, <laughs> Rachel's all about buying stuff and throwing <laughs> it away. We are Apparently. talking about Christmas. Come yeah. on! Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, young adults, if you want to apply to TikTok University, you can send Joel an email, and Absolutely. he will get you all set up <laughs> on your up. life hacks. They're taking applications all day long, twenty four seven, except on Christmas. So. If you're ready, get ready for some life hacks. We love that so much. Well, I think we also have some some really some holiday life hacks as well. And Rachel, I think like from all that you've done at Christmas at Christ Fellowship, like you, you plan like basically like what our Christmas services look like. And you have to have some life hacks on on the holidays. So we'll, we'll love to know. Come on, tell us a couple of them. Um, okay, well, I'm a huge gift wrapper. Like I love wrapping gifts. It's it's a very fun holiday yeah. activity for me. Okay. But my problem is every year, I just wait until like December 24th. Mm. And then I've got all these gifts and I'm like, ah, I don't want to do this right now. So what I've started to do over the last couple of years is wrap them as soon as I get them. Okay. So I go to the store, I buy something for my dad. I'll come home and I'll wrap it and put it under my tree. Maybe a week later, I'll shop for my brother. So I just go very slowly. And as I'm doing it, there's decor under my tree. Yes. I don't get, nice. to get like, the fake gifts, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm a gift wrapper. If you're not, get the bags. They're still pretty, I'm a way big, easier. Big bag guy. Yeah. You Tissue know, paper, that's all you need. In a bag, <laughs> boom. I, I do wrap <laughs> gifts like for my wife. I don't do it well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more fun to open a wrapped gift in my mind. Like Christmas yeah. morning, she's like, is this for me, Joel? And you're like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, speaking of gift wrapping, how many times has a tag fallen off of your gift and you Every get to year. Christmas morning and you're like, I don't know who this is for. Yeah, yeah. So on the bottom of the gift, whether it's a bag or it's wrapped, just initials for whoever it's for so that Christmas morning comes, you've transported it from your house to your parents or your friends. You know exactly who it's for. I love that. I love it. It's so fun. Um, Okay. So when it comes to gingerbread houses, I think they're extremely fun to make. Incredibly frustrating if you use the supplies that they give you. Okay. And how often are you taking apart gingerbread house to eat? Ne- literally ne- never. Never, never. I mean... Joel, you're not... Okay, okay, sorry. Do, do you <laughs> hungry. Hold on. Do, do you eat it? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'll nice. make you gingerbread cookies. So, glue is yeah. like, like so much... more glue. Just like Elmer's glue or like oh. clear glue or hot glue. It's a lot more of a fun process to make a gingerbread house when you're using glue. I agree. Because it's not constantly falling apart yeah. as you're like putting the gumdrops on the roof. Yeah. Makes so, sense. and then you could use like the icing as like this decoration. Exactly. It's not or you can just it all eat it. together. Exa- or you can or just, you can just not eat it. it. Yeah. You're not wrong. So, so we'll make true. them and we'll use glue, and Joel just sit in the corner and eat it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but Joel, I get that though. Like when they give you like a pack like of M and M's, and you're like, I can put this on the gingerbread house, or I can eat it, or I could just eat them. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, yeah every time <laughs> for sure. Have you guys ever seen like the gingerbread masters? Like they'll like build oh, like yeah. these massive. Yeah. As a kid, that's what I wanted to do. Have like, you been to there's Disney? Still time. Oh yeah. At Christmas time in the, what is it? The Grand it's Floridian? The, it's the Grand Floridian and the Contemporary. They make that giant gingerbread house. It's literally insane. Oh, you should go. I need to. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's in, it's in the Contemporary and Grand Floridian. They literally, it's, it's a huge gingerbread house. Life hack. You don't need a ticket. You just go to the hotel and you walk around. Really? Yep. Yeah. You can just hop on the monorail and ride that thing around. You guys are just changing my life. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. You just basically, if um, if you have an annual pass, park for free, hop on a monorail, yes. jump around, or um, you can take a bus from Disney Springs and you can park for free and go back to one of the hotels. They don't ask to see anything. Then you hop on a monorail and you can just ride the hotel loop. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that what you do often? I mean, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this sounded like experience. It's fun. I mean, when you're like trying to figure out, okay, do I pay for parking? How do I do this? Yeah. There's yeah. ways around it. All That's right. Amazing. Absolutely. Wow. That's sick. Rachel, well, thank you for all those those hacks. Joel, I know we have a ton too. We need to get yep. better at gift wrapping this year. I like I want to share my my one my one hack for, for yeah. gift wrapping. Hit us. Yo, like Nordstrom wraps for free. Like, you know, <laughs> they do. <laughs> like, Only if you buy the gift there. Or? I don't I haven't tried it. Like I feel kind of bad. Like if I walked in from stuff from Walmart and I'm like, oh yeah, I just <laughs> it was I was over there. Like <laughs> can you wrap it for me? Yeah. I don't know. But like uh, a lot of places, if you buy a gift like a nicer gift, like a loved one, they're like, hey, do you want us to wrap it for it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Please. Please do. <laughs> yeah. And again, bags. Like that is bags. that is the number one thing. Tissue paper, nothing better. Yeah. Makes it so simple. Well, I love all those hacks. They're absolutely incredible. Um, now, at the same time, Christmas looks different for everybody. Um, your Christmas may not look like my Christmas and my Christmas might not look like your Christmas, Joel. And I think a lot of us, if we're not careful, we can start to compare our Christmas experiences, even families, dynamics, yeah. where people are traveling. Um, and it can really kind of flip everything upside down where it's not supposed to be. So how can we really combat comparison um, over this next month in the holiday season? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a lot. The idea is really simple, um, but in practicality, doing it is not simple because really what it comes down to is... Um, is deciding not to compare. Like if yep. you choose to look at mm -hmm. what you have, choose to look at the family that's around you, the friends that are around you, the um, the things that you have. Like if you have breath in your lungs and you've got shoes on your feet and you've got a way that you're able to hear this podcast, you've turned. You've got a lot to be grateful yeah. for. Mm -hmm. um, and if you choose to focus on those different things, you're going to have a better season. Um, that's just yeah it, it's really that simple but if you choose to like look at what everyone else has someone will always have better than you someone's always going to have a better looking christmas tree someone's always going to be getting a better gift someone's always going to be able to do something better than you and there's no joy in looking at like what you could have there's a lot of joy in looking at what you do have and who you get to celebrate that with. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's really good. I think the idea that hit me like it might look better, but it's not mine. Like mm -hmm. the whole idea of like, ah, mm, I see that, good. but actually it's it's not mine. And I need yeah. to celebrate what, what I have. Right. Like your family, as great as it might look on social media, is not my family. And right. like, I don't know the ins and outs of your family, but I know the ins and outs of mine right. and I can choose to, to celebrate that and be excited about that. I think the same goes like for gifts as well. It's like, man, what, what did I get this year? And, and be thankful for that. Uh, and I think at the same time, I think when we come to the realization that the Christmas season isn't about us, it makes it a lot easier. Yep. Like, like when we come to the realization that Christmas is about people, about being the light of the world, about showing people, Emmanuel, God with us, it, it makes it easier to not compare because I think when, if we really adapt that posture, we're saying, Hey, like whatever my Christmas looks like, I'm going to point people to Jesus. I'm going to serve my church. I'm going to serve my community. I, I might be buying gifts for the boys and girls club for kids that don't have a Christmas, but it shifts our perspective to be like, Hey, it's, it's not about me. It's about Jesus. And that's really where that, that's found and we can find life and fulfillment there. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, and one thing I was thinking through too is like comparison can easily be a test of where we find our joy. Mm. Yeah. And am I going to find my joy in like sitting around and sulking and being jealous of what you're doing or what trip you're on or what, what tradition your family has, you know? And I think that that point is so good of like, it's not like yours might be great, but it's not mine. Yeah. And how often, like, especially when it comes to gifts, it's like, when I think two or three years ago, I could not tell you what I got for Christmas, but I can tell you everything my family did together. Yep. And I can tell you everything that we laughed about and like had a good time with. And so I think too, you know, what you were saying, um, comparing and sitting in and thinking about what you don't have is always going to make you feel like what you do have isn't enough. Yeah. And so I think just mentally preparing for that too, because I mean, Christmas is coming like a freight train yes. and you it's know, time, here. exactly. And like time is moving so fast. And if you don't, if you don't prepare yourself and you don't, you know, think through that, you might get stuck in the trap of like, Oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. And then it's going to be January and you're going to be like, what just happened? What yeah. did I miss out on? And, and so I think that's really important. And I know it sounds kind of cliche, but just make the most of what you have yeah. and just be present with where you are. Yeah. Like the moments you're in, don't be on your phone like get off of Instagram when you're with your family, you see once a year or, you know, make so time good. to like ask the question to your cousin that you might not have seen for five years, you know, make the connections, get to know your family a little bit more. But I think that's really important. Yeah. I, I think I just, this idea just came to me too, is like plan now. Mm -hmm. Like don't, don't be like sad. Right. Like, oh, no, we didn't do anything. Like take the time, like yeah. plan now, like yeah. what, what friendsgivings are, are we going to be planning? What Christmas yep. parties are going to be planning? How can I serve my church? How can I be mm -hmm. in my community? And uh, my, my fiance, she loves planning because it gives her something to look forward to. Mm. Like she just wants to like plan a weekend. Just mm -hmm. be like, oh, this is what we're doing this weekend. And I think like for some of us that maybe we don't have a lot coming up this holiday season, like mm -hmm. let's start to, to plan now. It's going to yeah. give us something to look forward to and, and we're going to be excited about it. And I, I love what Pastor Todd always says is what comparison is a thief of all joy. Mm -hmm. and, and when we compare, we're going to lose our joy. But in this Christmas season, it's a time to find joy, to yeah. be joyful. And we can't be doing that while we're looking at other people. Well, and every tradition has to start somewhere. So true. So right. like start yep. something new, do something new. You know, yeah. if you just moved to town, like call up your friends from young adults, call up your friends from work, like make plans, find things to do and, yeah. and start something. You got to start somewhere. I love that. That's so good. Um, so as we're kind of continuing this whole idea, uh, gift giving can kind of get a little, a little messy sometimes, right? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like they want this, but that's going to break the bank. And if I get them this, does it even communicate that I care about them? Like, like how do we, how do we balance this idea of gift giving? And, and for you guys, what's the true meaning of gift giving? Like, why do you give gifts and, and what joy do you get from it? There is a lot in that question. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's about to get deep. <laughs> um, man, I give gifts um, because I want to show people that like I value them. And I feel like the, the value that I'm showing them isn't in the cost of the gift. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is. Like if you get someone a new MacBook, they're going to be like, oh, you love me so much. Or if you get them a new car, but giving them something um, at all shows that you're thinking about them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like if you're taking time to give them a gift and you've taken the time to, if I've taken the time to give you a gift and to wrap <laughs> a gift in Jesus name, like I'm, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. I'm, I'm caring about you. Like you are someone who is valuable to me. That's good. And I feel like that's something that is not said enough in this world. Mm. And yeah. Christmas time really helps us, um, to start to say that more. And I wish we would say that 
like the rest the the rest of the season and the rest of our lives we'd say that more often yeah, yeah, that's really good. One thing that I love to do year round, whether it's Christmas or not, I love to pay attention to what people like. So it might even be the smallest thing, but if you tell me you like something and then I somehow run into it and it, you know, like it cost me ten, twenty dollars, like I'm gonna just buy it and give it to you. And typically I can't hold on to it for a birthday or Christmas because I'm so excited <laughs> to give it because I'm like, this was made for you. This is perfect for you. And so I think giving gifts brings me joy because I love yeah. like being able to show that I'm like listening to people or that I'm paying attention to people and yeah. I think so often I've gotten gifts before and I've appreciated it. I'm grateful but I'm like you don't you very clearly don't know me or don't pay attention to me and it's kind of people I thought would know me yeah and so it's always fun when you give a gift that you know is like made for that person whether it be like a really expensive car that they need or like a ten dollar coffee mug that has a French bulldog on it because you know they love Frenchies you know it could be yeah it's just the thought I think too and making people feel loved and valued and seen um it's really hard when it's your family and you're like what do I get them because yeah. you're like I should know you the most and they're always the hardest ones to shop for but I think just being intentional and actually starting to pay attention to people and likes and dislikes and I keep like a note on my phone sometimes of nice. things where I'm like, this person likes this and this person said that they needed this. So just being really intentional and thought, thinking through gifts and not just like buying to buy. Yeah, You're going to get 8 million texts and emails. I'm sure you already have about Black Friday and Cyber Monday and how many sales can we give this year? And, and you're going to be bombarded to constantly buy stuff. And so just thinking things through before you get into the depths of it is also important. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, yeah, I even think about this too, and maybe not for family members or for friends, but just for like strangers. I think this is like a, an amazing yeah. time. Um, and, it, and you really see the whole world like kind of like take on this generous spirit from mm -hmm. um, Samaritan's Purse, you know, outside with the bells. Like what extra change do you have? You guys remember that? Do they have that down in Florida? They do. Oh, come on. I, yeah, I, I haven't seen one down here in so long, but we, we see the world really just start to get super generous. And um, I, I love what Pastor Todd says is that when we, when we give generously, we're showing people the heart of God. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like when we really adopt that, that posture of like, I just want to like show you Jesus, mm -hmm. like, it, it changes the game. It, it doesn't have to be a hundred dollar gift or a ten dollar gift. It, it can simply be time. Yeah. The gift of time. I think. Come on, that that is, that's a commodity these days. Is just spending time with people. Yeah. Like communicate sh so much. Like man, we just we love you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we love John three sixteen. We quote it all the time. But God so loved the world that he that he, what, that, he that he gave. Um, and I think it's a great opportunity for us in this season when it comes to, to gift giving, to giving of our time, to giving of our resources, just to be like, hey, I love you and God loves you. And yeah. I think that's been like, especially this time of the Christmas season, I've seen more people open up to the gospel with just those words. I love you, but more importantly, God loves you. And it really just opens up the door to be like, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you giving me this? It goes back to, I love you. More importantly, God loves you. And it gives an opportunity to share the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. And I think really as we're a church, we're kind of jumping into CBO right. and mm -hmm. missions this year. And if you don't know what CBO is, CBO is our Christ birthday offering. It's Jesus's birthday. So we got to bring him a present at the same time. Uh, and as a church, really, it's when we as a church kind of give above 
our normal tithe, we give generously, mm -hmm. and all of those funds go back to our missions team for the entire year. Every single dime penny is spent on helping other people and reaching the lost for Jesus Christ. And I know we've all been a part of CBO for what? You've been a part of CBO for how many years, Rachel? Feels like my whole life. Your whole <laughs> life. <laughs> Your whole life. Joel, probably what, 10 years of, of CBO? Ooh, seven. Seven of years course. of CBO, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think I've been a part of it for around four or five years of CBO, but it's so cool to see the impact of when we do give man, like watch what God does with it. Right. And yeah. he multiplies it and he blesses people and he could do more with our gifts than we could do with a thousand gifts. Mm -hmm. um, and it just goes to show, man, this holiday season, we have the opportunity to love people and to love people well. So if you want to be a part of CBO this year, you can head over to our web website, cf.church, um, and you can find out all the information on how you can be a part of Christ's birthday offering, making a difference in your community and around the world. Uh, across all of our campuses, we're going to be collecting an offering to bless people in the name of Jesus. And what better gift to give than a gift to our Lord and Savior that's going to not just last for your lifetime, but truly it's going to last for eternity. So guys, this was a, this was a great podcast today. I, I loved it. Love some life hacks. Oh guys, I, I, I just remembered a life hack, but I also want to know <laughs> what is your favorite Christmas tradition in Ooh. your family? Man. All right, all right, I got one. Come on. Um, with the exception of last year, I believe, um, since my wife and I have gotten married, we always go to the movies on Christmas. Really? Yeah, mm -hmm. so this year will be the first time that we take our kids to the movies. That's so cool. Um, yeah, I remember like our, we were super, super, super broke our first year of marriage, but someone like gave us cash, which like we never have cash, and they were like, Merry Christmas. And so... Christmas Day hit and we're like, why don't we go to the movies? So we went to like Sinopolis up in Jupiter. And we Love like, that. Went to the nice movie theater, ate in the movie theaters, like did all of that that we're like never able to do. So done that every year since. That's so cool, dude. That's so fun. I love that. Um, well, one of my favorites, it doesn't happen anymore, but I feel like I want to share it. When I was little, I lived in North Carolina and we would always drive up into the mountains to chop down our own Christmas tree. And we like put it on the car and we get hot cocoa and that was super fun. But my parents have kept one going to this day of like we serve at church every year, my whole family. And so we all get home like super late on Christmas Eve. And my parents always and my brother's like 23 I'm 27 like we're old now but they always get us Christmas pajamas and yes. we always open them on the 24th <laughs> and then my brother always begs to open one more gift so we open like our Christmas pajamas and then our um a, a second gift and then when we go to bed my dad loves to do the stockings and he's done stockings every single year well other people may have done it in the past, but my dad brings them. He always would bring them into our room. So like oh. we'd wake up in the morning with our stocking in our room. So like I'm 27, but I'm waking up with the <laughs> stocking that my dad has like made this little stocking for me of everything he knows I like. So Aww. I love that. I think it's so sweet. That's so funny. I actually had the same tradition as a kid. Uh, we'd go to services at, you know, Christmas uh -huh. Eve. Uh, but then like randomly there'd be PJs on my bed and apparently the elf 
would bring PJs every time, every single Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom stopped when I was 18. Uh, <laughs> doesn't do it anymore. Like, oh, the elf game again. But I, I love a good family tradition. Yeah. And and young adults would love to let you know, like, let us know what are, what are your family traditions. You can let us know on YouTube in the comments below, or you can send us a DM on Instagram. Uh, we'd love to know your Christmas traditions. Well, hey, this has been an amazing uh, podcast with some of my great friends on young and adulting. We will see you guys next time for another great great episode. We love you. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Don't forget to tune in Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. on our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.